0: they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's on, people of the world? Uh, you can't sit the and here live and direct from the West Coast. Hope y'all doing well on this cold day, wherever you may be. Warm day, wherever you may be. Warm night, wherever you may be, cold night, wherever you may be. Hope everything is well uh, during these crazy holiday seasons, that you're all being safe and sound, being conscious of your surroundings and the people that you're around. Make sure you take care of your health. It is definitely crazy out there. So what's been happening, people? Hope everything's groovy. So everything's well over here, just taking it one day at a time. Winter break just started and really reflecting on whether to return back to the classroom. Uh, the way things have been going with education, that'll actually be my next show in reference to uh, what's happening with education these days. And it's not what people have think, thought, what, what's been going on with this uh, distance learning. You know, when people talk about it, and it's actually leading for this show, and people talk about distance learning, they seem to think, they fit, focus mainly on the students. You know, they do talk about the parents and stuff like that as reference to the parents wanting the students back in school so they can go back to work and the development of the child and, you know, the students and, you know, all those things. You you very rarely hear about the the flow of what this has been for the teachers. You know, it's, you know those who are teaching online that don't have children and those who are teaching online that also have children learning online in the same place. So we'll definitely make that the next show. But today I wanted to focus on the young kids in my classrooms. You know, I teach 9 through 12, law and finance. Uh, to high school students. I think I just said that right. And what happened a little while ago, one of my students, we just talked about why her grades were struggling and she had shared with me the reason why her grades were struggling was in reference to uh, what's happening in her, her, you know, with this being at home and, you know, not being able to see her friends, not being able to see her colleagues, you know, hang out, get out of the house, always being around the same people. And she was really, she's really been struggling with that. And that actually led to when I talked to some other students. I said, so what's going on? What's going on with you all? You know, they're like, you know, we're feeling the same way. You know, we're struggling with this. We're struggling with that. And, you know, it's been a challenge these last couple of months, you know, feeling disengaged and everything. And, you know, looking at that and, you know, listening to that, I actually gave them a survey. It was about, uh, I believe, like 10 questions. And I sent it out to my students. I was actually out that day when I sent the survey out to my students. So I sent it out to my students and, you know, they got their feedback and it was really something. It was really something, seeing what they had to say about what the situation was in their class and how they're feeling in their lives. So all I'm going to do today is essentially just read the survey questions, read the percentages, maybe give some feedback and that'll be our show. You know, so I don't want it to be like those reaction videos where, you know, they show, they review a video, they pause it and they talk for like 10 minutes. Then they get back to the video you know, the video is only about three minutes long. So I definitely don't want to do that here with you all. So let's get down with some business here. So, again, it was 10 questions. And it was uh, titled, as you see the episode of the show, the title of the survey, the same thing, the students, the pandemic, and uh, the emotions. So our first question was, how much time? And, again, this one to uh, 72 of my students answered the survey, and I believe I have a few were out that day. So I think there's a good portion of, you know, what they were, you know, of uh, their feedback here. So bear with me as I go back to this groove I can get this thing to work properly. Ah, uh, Here we go. Okay, question number one. Question number one is how much time do you spend a day engaged in virtual learning? All right, so uh, the choices were less than one hour, one to two hours, between two to three hours, between three to four hours and over four hours. 62.5% answered over four hours. That's 45 uh, of the respondents. 62.5%. Uh, let's see here. Between three and four hours, 23.6%. Um, between two and three hours, 6.9%. I can almost guess the, guess, you know, the grades in, in that percentage. And one to two hours, uh, four people responded. That was 5.6%. And one person less than one hour. I think I know who that student is. Now, this is our 72. And the majority spent over four hours uh, a day engaged in virtual learning. You know, with each class being 90 minutes, they have three hours. They have three classes a day, so, you know, it kind of works out, have, you know, not including the time they spend after, after class. Next one, question number two, what has been the hardest part of virtual learning? All right, so our answers here is uh, we have a choices here, connecting to the Internet, find me a quiet place, how often am I asked to hand in homework, the assignments, other. All right, so the number one answer, this may surprise, this actually surprised myself, but actually not before is the assignments, 29.7%, 41 of the respondents said the assignments are the most challenging. And being that many have said that they've gotten more assignments online than they actually did in the classroom. So I think that may be what teachers feeling that there are a lot of lessons missing with it not being personal. So they want to compensate it by giving more work. So that's my theory on it, but I, it, you know, I could be wrong. Uh, let's see what came in number two. Number two came in connecting to the internet. That fell to 30, that fell to 24.6%. Came in finding a quiet place. That was, that came in at 21.7%. After that, um, how often uh, I'm asked to hand in homework. That came in at 13.8%. And 10.1% had other um difficulties in terms of virtual learning. I didn't create a space for them to write. I should have done that, but I'll remember that in the future. Next question, and this is the one I'm going to read you some responses that uh, my kids wrote here. It's, a lot of them was very moving. Uh, okay, so what has been your – this is actually you know, a nice one here. What has been your favorite virtual learning lesson? It can, only, it can be any class. So I'm just going to read this. I'm going to read this. Uh, the answer is I'm going to say next, the next, the next answer, okay? Uh, learning trigonometry and it made me feel happy to be able to actually understand it. Next. Kahoot! nothing else. is an online competition game where you can do lessons as well. Uh, next, I'm okay with all my classes. They're all fine with me. My favorite one would be Spanish since I'm very good at it, and I finish very fast. Next, learning about World War I in Mr. Spaza's class. Very good, to- cool topic. Next, I enjoy English and law. Next, I really don't have one. <laughs> next. My favorite virtual learning lesson is Spanish because it's pretty simple and I can mess around and still get my work done. And there's no pressure. I can mess up and still feel good. Also, I don't feel down when I'm not when I don't feel down when I'm in that class. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. Next, the science. Next, my favorite would have to be law because the class doesn't assign as much work as the others. That's because I do. I, that's why. That's because we cover a lot of our work in the class. That's why. Uh, but thank you the next one is law and spanish are my favorite i generally enjoy attending both of these classes and they make me happy that's good to hear uh either this class which i'm not sure it could be law or finance i teach other uh, both subjects so it's either this class or biology because they are the only classes i have any confidence in myself in huh interesting Hmm. Uh, my favorite virtual learning lesson is it has been english because really like that subject so, again, if I, uh, I really like that subject. Uh, chemistry is my favorite class. Uh, Mr. Masters' class is my favorite. I like the way we all participate in that class, not that we have a choice. I like doing sonnets sonnets, and uh, monologues. Uh, next one. there. My favorite class is Spanish. It is the most fun and easy class that I have. My favorite virtual lesson is all lessons. <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. Uh, next one is uh, theater, arts, and finance. They have been my favorite class because they are not as boring as other classes. Uh, my favorite vir- virtual lesson, virtual learning lesson is Spanish. Uh, this one here doesn't have one. I'm going to skip the one. that say they don't have one. I'm going to skip those, okay? My favorite virtual lesson has been learning about stocks. Uh, the next one said to be or not to be. That must be for drama, drama class. Uh, my favorite virtual learning lesson is history. Next one says their class's uh, favorite is finance. Uh, let's see here. favorite virtual learning lesson has been playing cahoots or join my quiz. It's an online competition I use with my students. Uh, not really, uh, not really much. I get, i uh, I be getting, now I'm reading this as they write it. so we gave me some typos, that's the reason why. Uh, I'd be getting headaches because of the amount of work, but if I had to choose a class, it would be between this class, because I've never had a class like this. It's either my finance students or my law students, but I don't know which one it was, because you know, they didn't have to sign their names. Uh, next one is chemistry. The next one has been this class because I'm learning how to make money, invest, and trade. I like hearing that. That's what it's all about, learning wealth. Next one, I don't have any favorites. I found all of them to be boring because the school doesn't catch my interest like how it does with others. Interesting, at least he's honest. Uh, My favorite learning lesson has been chemistry. My favorite was when I got – check this out. My favorite was when I get off, I get food, and work on the homework but I don't have any favorite lessons because it was hard for me to do it because I wouldn't understand it. Okay. Well, how are you doing your homework? All right. Uh, next one, uh theater arts or law. This is a nice answer coming up. Uh, they're all nice answers because again, they're showing their feelings. Uh, my favorite virtual learning class has been between law and theater because in law, I learn a lot of new things that I find interesting. And he makes it fun by putting us in, putting us in like quizzes and make small talk with us asking what we would like to learn instead of just, giving us a huge doc to read and take notes on. He explains the materials he's teaching us so we understand it. Theater is similar to that because he also makes small talk and is friendly towards us, and he tried to do a kahoot with us, but childish people ruined it for us by putting on an appropriate name. So he said he wouldn't do it anymore, which is disappointing, but he still was very friendly and gave us acting tips so we can make our performances better. Cool. Great answer. It's great because it's in depth. I like those deep answers because, you know, definitely reveals a lot. But sometimes, you know, the short of the answer, they reveal just as much. Uh, my favorite virtual learning learning lesson is law. If you're wondering why, I like to know how the law works, in parentheses. My favorite virtual le- learning lesson so far has been my math class. The teacher's very calm and collective. Overall, the environment of the class encourages me to do my work. Next would be theater arts. Next would be math. Uh, just the fact that I could stay in bed. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Next one here says math. Uh, who else we got here? math classes by my favorite virtual learning lesson in spanish i just think it's been easier since my third and sixth class i tend to lag more for some reason which is why i like math and spanish i don't lag as much biology class because it's one of those that i understand the most and it's not difficult to me understand to understand my teacher law we would learn different types of things like felonies and other cases which make the class interesting fun interesting and fun biology, because i actually understand it my favorite virtual learning lesson is when we play kahoot or quizzes with the with the class. Have I ever used quizzes? I've never used. It. I've used Kahoot. Maybe two years back. Uh, I don't have one. I don't like. I don't have one. I don't like virtual learning. I like school better. I believe my favorite class is chemistry. <laughs> Law, Spanish, and theater arts. Finance is very chill and and calm class. The teacher has a real good connection with his students and makes the class more interesting like that. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh yeah, no. Um, My favorite virtual learning lesson so far has been AP Spanish because she explains everything well and we and we understand what we're doing and I find it interesting. My favorite virtual learning lesson has to be when we learn about political machines in history class. Excuse me, the fact that these men had so much power and they were extremely wealthy just blew my mind. That's one thing about a lot of one thing I noticed a lot of our kids aren't familiar with and it has to do with wealth. Right. This, a lot of the kids just aren't really familiar with how much is actually out there in the world, right? So, you know, so when they see it, it, it just boggles their mind how much, you know, it, it just boggles the mind how much wealth is out there that they're just not exposed to uh, in the overall, right? So, yeah, you know, I always find out especially in finance when we talk, it's just amazing when they find out, you know, this person's worth like how much money? They can't even conceptualize how much money that is. Right? So but, you know, this you know, that's what we're here for. To expose our kids to these things and we, you know, take it from there. So let's see here. Uh, This kid, uh, most likely physics. Uh, My my favorite thing so far is that I can finally get enough sleep in my favorite class of history because she lets us have fun on Fridays as a reward for doing our work. My favorite virtual learning lesson would be in this class when we did the roommate activity. Oh, this is finance. It was fun and we got to learn how to split our money between all of us and to find out how much you have to pay for everything in an apartment. I'm glad he dug that one. That was interesting. My favorite virtual learning lesson is Spanish because in that class, the teacher does not give a lot of homework. and doesn't give you pressure on doing the assignment and gives you more time to turn it in. The next one would be in history. We went through progressives, and I find it interesting because we all got to understand how childish back in the day were told to work and how chi- – I'm sorry, how children – back in the day were told to work in unsatisfactory working conditions which are risky to their health or risky uh, working positions which are risky for their health Uh, next one i don't have any favorite class uh this next kid says i don't have a favorite class uh virtual learning makes it worse to be in class i do not let's skip that one Uh, spanish and finance because they don't give out a lot of homework and it's easy well, in my class, I tend to give a lot of homework in the class. You know, I, we do a lot of our work in the class itself. So those are some of the answers I just wanted to share with you. Uh, another one here is a Spanish class when we learned about Guatemala. That was cool. Uh, law and history has been my favorite learning lesson. So I'm glad they enjoyed that one. Uh, learning about serial killers. Okay, that's my, uh, <laughs> it's my law class. I believe that's either my upperclassmen, my 3Ls, law students, or it might be one day we talked about serial killers in finance with the juniors. Uh, the junior business students. And I'll give you a last one here. Uh, my favorite virtual learning lesson had to be when we learned about serial killers and Mr. biggest class. The PowerPoint was really interesting to me. All right. So I'm glad they enjoyed those things. Let's go on to the next one because I don't want to take a, uh, you know too much of all y'all's time. There's a, there's a lot of responses here, but actually there's only two, three more here. So let me rock that, y'all. all right? Uh, my favorite lesson is a reading assignment in AP Spanish. Uh, next one, I can keep track of what I'm missing and have done. And then last and not least, uh, history because it's an easy class and most assignment assigned we can do online. I think a lot. It would be nice that there's a way that the teachers can know this because you know when you're in the class doing these grooves, you don't really see, you know, the additional. You know, when you're doing these classes, you don't really see, you know, what, you know, you don't really know what the, what resonates with the kids unless you actually ask them or talk to them. And even when you do ask them, sometimes they don't talk. So it's nice to see that you know hey either my class or other classes that you know there are exercises that you know the, the kids like and i you know it'd be nice if there's a way for the student to, to teach us to know hey look they like this particular lesson you do? they like that particular lesson? hey they really did your class because of this or whatever so, you know so like for example we uh, we get to play around on fridays because we do we do our work through the week which i was like two days maybe uh let's see monday wednesday or tuesday and thursday what have you or a lot because we talk about serial killers and i remember in finance class uh student there it was actually melody asked you know she was actually one of my debaters one of our debaters asked hey can we learn more about you know serial killers and stuff like that you know murder i'm like sure no problem so we talked about. we did a whole class on it. and then it turned out that her mother so, uh, that a family friend of their her parents knew a very famous or infamous serial killer whose name escapes me at the moment but i was like are you serious yeah And then i can hear the bomb in the back talking about this person like they knew this person i'm like oh my god so next one uh, what, is it something, what is something you are doing now as a virtual learner that you hope you will be able to do next year when you're back in school? So here's their answers. So, again, the question is, what is something you are doing now as a virtual learner that you hope you'll be able to do next year when you're back in school? Uh, so the question that answers would be, I feel like learning online was kind of easy. I hope learning at school is just as easy, maybe easier. Uh, let's see. I want to go to I want to go to soccer games, debate tournament, just to go to school. I don't know who that is because you want to do debate tournament. Okay, it's one of my debaters. So I has to be well have to be someone in my tenth grade because that's where a lot of my debaters come from. Uh, there's nothing I could really think of, but I would have to say showing up to class. Obviously, I will. Uh, learning more, do less work, give less homework, it makes makes school much easier and less stressful for the students. Speaking English more fluently, that's good. I know I have uh, two students that don't speak English that well, but they're doing very well in class. But you know, I, when they do talk, I can tell they really struggle. And one of my, one of our students in ninth grade finance actually shared that one of her classmates doesn't speak English that well. But I found he speaks English pretty well. Enough because he's doing well in my class, right? Maybe it's just when President length, lessons. Who knows? I complete all of my assignments on time. I'm studying even more now, and I like to keep that up. Uh, let's see. I'll be honest. Looking up answers, everyone does it, and helps and helps everyone. Not in my class. They try in my class, but the reason, but the way I do my test online is that you know, if you spend time, my test is time, so you spend time looking for an answer. That's precious minutes. That's precious minutes you're losing, you know, on the test itself. So, you know, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> but I like the honesty. Uh, then I'm asking for the teacher for help, and that one of my things I have. I have improved because I'm always shy to ask the teacher for help. That's great. That's great. You know, a lot of the students are shy. It's very interesting. in This generation of social media, you'd be shocked how many don't want to be on camera. They just want the to top their head. I don't really like it. It's like, no, I'm not talking to the top of your forehead. I'm not talking to a black screen. So you need to be on camera. And it's always, you know, that's just respect. But, you know, a lot of them just, they don't have their camera on. They play around and you talk to them. They only talk to in the chat. It's like, okay, all right, no problem. You know, participation is, is important in this class. Next one, uh, to work hard. Uh, next one, being at home to record my videos. Mm, that's cool. Let's see. Uh, something I'm doing right now is doing all my work in Kim with class. Next, something I'm doing now is a virtual learning that I hope to be able to do next year is completing assignments on time, paying attention, and most importantly, asking questions. Uh, next would be talking to my teachers physically and not online. I Amen. Uh, next, uh, learn but better. Something I do now as a virtual learner that I hope I'll be able to do next year when I'm back at school is keeping up with my assignments and completing them on time. Uh, let's see here. Being able to see the remainder of my friends who haven't left. You know, some students have left since middle school or 10th grade, or whatever. Who haven't left laughing in class at each of the teachers' jokes. Okay, it won't be my class if I don't joke, but I'm glad to hear that. Uh, the next one is very straight to the point. Graduate. I like that. Well, I hope there are three classes for one day and three for the next day and keep doing it back and forth. Another thing is doing Kahoot and uh, join my quiz on phones. Uh, next, paying attention because virtual learning is crazy. Let's see here. I don't really do much. I don't, I'm don't. i not really doing much. It's the same thing as if we're in school, just virtual. I'm doing work on time because sometimes work, uh, sometimes another work late. I pay attention and to participate. I guess I hope I don't slack off next year. So remember, I'm reading this. So if it sounds kind of odd, I'm reading it as they spoke it. I don't want to be editing it. I don't want to be editing this stuff as, as I'm reading it. it Take too much time. I don't have any. Uh, I don't have anything. I hope I'll be able to do next year when I'm back. What I will do next year is to understand the work and the pro- and the problems on the work. Interesting. Uh, wake up extra early, to do my hair. I normally never do that, but I have been doing it these past days. I hope I can do it when I go back to school as well. <laughs> Paying more attention to the things they assign me, doing my hair. Something I'm I'm doing now is getting good grades and that's what I hope I'll do next year so I can continue to have good grades. Something I'm currently doing that I hope I can continue doing when I go back to school is keep my grades high. My grades are currently A's, and I hope to maintain them. I would like to keep being independent. For example, I would go back to bed in between my breaks, then get up on my own time to start schoolwork, because at school, everything is very limited to what you can and can't do. Next, uh, doing assignments. Uh, next one will be having good grades and maintaining the all school year. What I hope to do next year when we go back to school is that we're able to do fun stuff in class since doing things virtually is really boring. Amen. And hopefully obviously, I you know I told my students, Hey look, don't think it's any you know a more exciting for us because it's not it's boring. <laughs> All right. It's boring. Uh let's see. Have less class in a day. I don't know what that means. Doing my homework right on time and being comfortable in school instead of having so much anxiety. Hmm. Understandable. Let's see, uh not much just be able to wake up early and not feel dreadful. Something I'm doing right now and i I like to be able to do next semester is try my best in class. Uh Let's see. Still have fun in class? I'll be able to still do late work whenever? Yeah, that's one thing I don't like. That's going to be my next show. I have to late work, where you have an assignment due on Monday. They don't do it. And the teacher says, okay, I'll take late work on Thursday. And then it creates bad habits because one, they're going to think they can do it in all classes. Two, they're going to think that no, the is not serious. Excuse my yard. <laughs> and three, it just creates laziness because they're going to say, oh, I'm wife, folks, I focus not getting late work. So my class, like I don't do anything. I have... Only four reasons you can do late work is if uh well there's four reasons I'm gonna put it on air here but if you, it's not those four reasons I'm not taking late work I don't care especially if you're if you're, Michael, you're there and you're not doing it that's up to you you know so I'm not in, but we're gonna talk more about this because this whole resolution with uh LAUSD giving students now until January 29th to make up exam uh time as they didn't mess because it's more F now is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard it's ridiculous the, the word even worse the teacher you know school ended this past Friday. We didn't know about it until Thursday, right? So anyways, now we got to do more work. I ain't doing more work. That's another the conversation. Uh, something I'm doing now as a virtual learner that I hope we'll do next year when we back at school might be that I try my hardest my best to turn to all assignments and maintain good grades. Something I'm doing as a virtual learner that hopefully I continue to do next year when I'm back in school is having teachers worry about how you're feeling. Since we're facing a pandemic, teachers have been more aware about our feelings and moods. Some teachers even ask how we are each day, and it's very helpful. You know, I'm cool with that. One thing is that I is I talk to my – I tell my students, say, you know, y'all should really ask your teachers how they're doing because a lot of the teachers are going through stress as well. I know you're young, and I understand, you know, you're dealing with a lot of things. Yet, you know, I understand that your teachers, especially those that have kids that are doing this, like they're going they're going through a lot of stuff as well. And I'm sure they appreciate, you know, you're asking, you know, how you doing, how's everything going. And some of my students do. But most of them just come into class, they sit there, do a lesson, they leave. It's like they don't really care about you. But, yeah, the school is the same with this system where, it get, you know, you have to blah blah it's kind of like okay so like their feelings matters and the teacher doesn't and I'm not really big on that so I always tell my students you need to really you know and you know talk to your teachers and find out how they're really doing you know and be honest about it, like hey how's everything going okay uh next uh, here we go um I hope that we can still do online assignments because it's easier I'll stay on top of my work what else we got here I hope to stick with the habit of studying right after a lesson is taught so that the information stays with me and actually understand it in the long term. I'm turning most of my work, so I'll make sure I do most of my work, most of it next year, and try to learn a bit more, Uh, interact with friends. I'm able to stay focused and not get distracted easily. If we go back to school, I'm hoping to maintain that same energy in school. Next, I hope to be using technology more and more for certain homework assignments, such as projects between students. I think I did one. I'm going to actually do more of that. If you hear my voice fading just a little bit, it, it's because I have an itch behind my left ear, and my microphone's on my left ear. So I'm moving, I'm moving the, the – like I'm doing right now, actually. I'm moving the ear part away from my ear so I can scratch it. So I hope I don't sound too bad and crazy. But that's what you're hearing, <laughs> so I'm gonna have to edit it out. I'm able to stay focused and not get distracted easily if we go back to school. I'm hoping to maintain that same energy in school. I hope to be using technology more and more for certain homework assignments, such as probably between students. Okay, I read that. I hope I'll be able to stay focused and not get distracted by my, by my friends. Getting extra help from my students, teachers. I struggle mostly in math, and I hope that the opportunities to help will still be available. Uh, let's see here. Be organized with work. I hope I'm able to maintain my grades. So those are the answers in reference to that question, what they'd like to continue on. Uh, number – wow, guys, man, we fly, we're actually flying through this stuff. I didn't realize it. Whoa. Okay. so doing business. I didn't realize we were on a, number five already. So the fifth question, check this out. Looking at your classes on average, how often does your teachers ask you what you want to learn? It could be any class. So we had daily, weekly, monthly, and never. Number one answer. Take a wild guess. Take a wild guess. With so 33% of the vote, never came in at 45.8% out of 70 respondents. Never. They're saying that teach. Now, of course, with some of don't telling the truth, they're saying that he never asked what they want to learn. I ask all the time. And what's frustrating sometimes or you know, disheartening is that they don't answer back. Well, what do you want to learn? Uh, what do you want to learn? Oh, yeah, you know. Well, then I tell my students, like, so in my 11th grade in, in finance, I'll say, look, you know, some of the stuff I don't want to review, but I don't know if you know because y'all don't tell me. You never say, hey, we already know this stuff, can we move on? Maybe being respectful, I understand, but for the most part, they don't really talk. But this is a little, dis- a little heartening, disheartening for me because I, I want to let my kids want to learn. They may want to know something totally off the topic. I'm like, okay, we can do less than that because they may be asked for somebody else. Some kids may think that they can't, you know, they shouldn't be asked, but I asked. That's, again, my 11th graders in finance who asked about, it was Melody who asked about, can we learn about serial killers and murderers? So we did a whole class out of that, right? So, uh, so again, uh, so it, it was daily, weekly, monthly, and never. And the number one spot when 8% of the vote was never, 33 votes. Number two, 30.6% was weekly. In third place, daily, coming in at 12.5%. And monthly, coming in at 11.1%. Wow. That's interesting. Next one. What do you want your teachers to know from a student perspective about online learning? This is number six. This was, I'm going to read these to you because the answers really moved me. Of course, they were telling the truth, but I'm assuming they are telling the truth because this is their space to say what they wanted. And I said, as long as you don't use profanity, you'll make friends, we'll be okay. So, again, the question was, uh, what do you want your teachers to know from a student perspective about online learning? So here's the answers. I would like for our teachers, I would like for teachers to know that just because we are online doesn't mean it's easy to get work done faster. Please stop piling homework on us and expecting us to have it all done in the same day, especially if each teacher decides to do that. But it's not all teachers. Uh, let's see, next, that we can't keep up with every class work sometimes next getting to class five minutes late never means that we don't want to join it could be that we're having technical issues or internet when we don't show up ourselves it doesn't mean we don't want to sometimes we have problems with our computer if we don't answer correctly it's not because we are we aren't playing atten- we aren't paying attention some of us share a room with our siblings and it's hard to concentrate you may suggest to get headphones however that still does not fix the problem since some of our parents barely have money for the rent it's more difficult if we if we are a larger family. Man, uh, Next one the be, uh, let's see here, that we're not learning anything. It really sucks to be stuck at home. And again, I'm, trying, I'm limiting my comments only to say in reference to extend how I feel about what they're saying in reference to, I understand where they're coming from, and I'm glad to know these things. So I, that's why I'm not saying, well, they're wrong, blah, blah, blah. No, I, I want to extend on what they're saying, give my insight. Because when I first read these, I was really moved. And I told my students I was going to read this, and I thanked them for taking the opportunity to answer the questions. Uh, the next one will be that every situa- everyone's situation is different, and that things may not run as smoothly when it comes to turning assignments on time. Sometimes I struggle with my Wi-Fi or technical issues. It's difficult for me looking at a screen for six plus hours, and then for a longer period of time after trying to after trying to complete my assignments. Amen. Uh, to not give us as much homework. Next, we'll just know. Well, just know that. Don't put so much pressure on us and to talk about failing because it brings us down and doesn't make us feel confident. Also, don't force us to do something we don't want to, we don't want to or it makes us feel uncomfortable. Not sure. I wish they elaborated more on that part. But uh, Next one, that sometimes the Internet goes away. And, again, these are what they want the teachers, what they wish the teachers would know. Next one would be it's not easy to do all of the schoolwork from every single, t- single teacher at home, especially when we have a lot of distractions like siblings and it's hard to find a quiet place. Also, Wi-Fi sucks personally online learning isn't as bad except for the fact that we're not actually getting quality learning as we would in school it could be hard getting on it could be hard getting on time to your class because the time goes by fast and when you know it is your your is when you know it is when you know it you're 10 minutes late sometimes there's connection issues which is a real bummer both for the teacher and student next uh, we don't like being on camera no kidding i don't want my camera essentially i don't want my camera you know, what I'll do is, like, we play an online game where I can see myself. Hey, y'all, turn your cameras off. Or if I give them a test and I can see they're logged in, okay, y'all, turn your cameras off. If I do a less with a video, okay, I don't really – at first, it was kind of like, excuse the noise in the background, people. <laughs> There's a car drag racing outside the window, so my apologies. But what I was saying is that if I give a test online and I, I already see they're logged in, okay, y'all, turn off, the, turn, off your, uh, turn off your cameras. I don't really need the cameras on. You know, for those who go play around and play games, because they put the cameras on the ceiling, like, I don't want your camera on the ceiling. But I also want you I want to know that you're there. So I'll tell them, like, I need you on camera. That's it. I don't want to be on camera. You need to be on camera. All right. Now I don't like the camera. So this is why I tell a lot of my kids as well. So, you know, they, they understand the gist of this for the most part. And if I say, okay, y'all turn on for a few minutes, for a second here, I have to make an announcement. They'll turn on the cameras. I'll say what I got to say. Okay, y'all turn the cameras off. Because someone say, look, I'm not talking to a black screen. It's rude. Right. So but I I like that. I understand that part. We don't like being on camera. Yes, that is true. And I mentioned that earlier. Uh, next, everything is really good for me now. Good for me, how the teachers are doing the online learning. Nothing much. It's a little difficult to learn online, though. Sometimes we have our camera on and other tabs open. Our Internet is really, really slow. Uh, it's very hard to interact with people in class online when you when you're new. And that most of the time, if a student doesn't answer the question right away when it takes time to unmute yourself, sometimes with laggy internet. That's deep, because I didn't realize that, because sometimes the students don't realize that they're muted, and they'll start talking. And you're like, okay, well, no, one said nothing. But wait a minute. So they'll put, in the chat, like, and they'll put it in the chat, but I did say something, right? So what can you do? Uh, let me see here, but I'm glad they shared that part there. Uh, where are we at here? Oh, here we go. Sometimes online school is hard because the internet crashes. That is shows true. I've had students kicked out of Zoom. By Zoom or just drop from Zoom, log back in. I had one student do it like like three times. It's like, Mr. Green, I keep getting logged out. I'm like, this. I'm not telling them, like, just come back in. When we do a test, I'll always set it up where they can continue the test later on in case they lose a the connection. So it'll say that uh, students able to uh, save and continue later on. So this way, if the computer in the net internet goes down, they can come back a lot. They can log in later on and continue the test. Otherwise, when they lose a the connection, the test going to be res- registered as finished and they and they're done as well. So let's see here. Online learning is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Paying attention in class while you're having your whole family in the house is stressful and also teachers in general sometimes don't understand when you're having trouble with your internet connection. Uh, next, I want them to know that they shouldn't give us as many. No, I want them to know that they shouldn't give us any more work. And we talked about in the beginning where students were talking about how they got more work in class, but they got more work online than they actually did in class. So that's heard up quite often. Next it feels like four other, it feels like four hours turned to eight on how the lesson is being dragged out. Hey, man, hoping not talking about my class <laughs> so so four hours, yeah, I can imagine uh I want my teachers to know that sometimes we aren't purposely leaving class, it's due to us having internet problems uh in my point of view, doing school online is good during this time because we don't get coronavirus uh sometimes we get overwhelmed with the work, and sometimes in some days it's not. Working out, right? And sometimes, in some days, it's not working out. Uh, despite us being a pa- in a pandemic, there is no excuse for unrealistic due dates. I know what they mean. Like I said, I do most of my marketing class, and then if they don't finish, I say, "Okay, y'all, I want y'all to finish it later on tonight. I'll give you know, go to the video. We'll start. I'm like, okay, y'all, almost done. Finish it later on today. Whatever. I don't really, have, I don't really give assignments that are due. But, you know, I may say, okay, has something to do on Friday, but I don't really give them the time to do that that day. And I do know a complaint was among a lot of my kids that they said they didn't like where they would get assignments that would do like in an hour or something like that. So, again, you know, when people have challenges doing work, getting the kids to work, I make sure that all my kids do their work in the class while they're physically there. They can reach out to me online. We can definitely work something out for them. Uh, Let's see here. I want my teachers to know that some work we need more time on learning because not all of us learn quick. Uh, That's true give us Give us time for example next one give us time for example uh, give us time for example i just had history and they told me to do a survey of how our progress is going for our, their final and i had put i haven't started because i'm working on an essay from another class and finishing working from another and they told me i had to put myself in that situation but in reality all the teachers just toss us a lot of work well, not my class because i give work but it's in the class i don't like i is it's not a defensive thing. This is a reality answer. I essentially do most of my work in the class because that's where they're there. Because I know it's going to happen. I had one student do late. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm doing late work. I'm, I'm sorry, it was ninth grade. I'm doing like Wait for what class? X, Y, and Z class. I'm like Spanish class. I'm like, why are you doing it here? Oh, because you know I just work. I'm like, no. Why are you doing it this class? Right. So one student did a final. We did our finals last. In the same student, you know, he's like, okay, what's my my log? And I'm like, wait. I'm like, wait a minute. This is like going on four months. Now. I gave you a long time ago. He had to just log it out. This is the final. So I called his house. Talked to the assistant, put him on the phone. He's like, "Well, you're not help me, sir." So I'm like, "Well, I tell, I tell you look for, I tell you look for the login information. What are you talking about?" And I was about to give it to you, but you left. And I said, "You know, a lot of people aren't going to be interested in you. You know, you know, you know, being successful. They're going to hope you leave so you can fail." But that's another conversation. But you know, thankfully he came back and did the final. So he didn't do well, but at least he came back and did it. But I agree with this the homework issue. That's the reference to survey progress. Blah blah. That's the. Uh, the next one, we're all unmotivated, and I think most of us desperately need to go back to school. Next one, many of us are procrastinating, not because of how hard the work is, but that we have no motivation because there's a lot of things happening right now. Uh, that Next, that sometimes it can be hard to engage with the lesson by our surroundings. We're not in a school with someone who can lec- who can lecture us. The teachers and students go through the same thing, but most students do slack off. Just ask why, I guess. Hmm, Interesting. Uh, online classes can be hard to focus on. Amen. They're also hard to teach after a while, right? After a couple hours on the webcam, I want to I want to let them know to cl- to, cl- to cl- calm down on work or claim down on work because I don't understand other classes and I want to catch up and learn how to do it by myself because it doesn't work in class. Next, that they have to understand not to mark us absent when some of us have really bad Wi-Fi and it takes time to join, as well as if we get kicked out kicked out of out of Zoom. Let me read what the first one was. As was if we get kicked out not to assume that we leave the meeting. Okay. If they get kicked out of the Zoom meeting, whatever. Which is true. I know a lot of students get, just get dropped. Uh, next one. Um, probably that they should, like, do different types of things because not all students learn by just looking at a screen. Exactly. That's why I give them, like, stuff to do on their own, like, you know, projects, a short little uh, video to watch or whatever, a test to take or what have you. Uh, next one, I want you to, to know that. And again, if you hear like my, my voice moving away at a distance, because the microphone is moving because I'm lifting up the earpiece to scratch behind my ear, because <laughs> it's like really annoying. So I apologize for that. I want you to, to know that as a student, doing online learning is not really that bad. The only thing most of us want during our online learning is to turn off cameras during class. Hmm. It was ironic because I think happens have to have my class the cameras off, especially when it's uh the remaining asynchronous. But now they want to extend the synchronous. Uh, learning to like another 45, like another 20 minutes. I'm like, you gotta be crazy. Really? That's because they feel that's not, that'll help the students bring the grades down. So bring the F down. Okay. Right. I want to to know that journey. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Let me see. Okay. I would like my teachers to know that going to school every day is pressuring because everyone says the same phrase. You do nothing all day. And everyone expects that going to online school is easier when reality is not. To add on, not every student has a good learning environment. Stop assuming that. Great answer. Sometimes they're all great answers. Sometimes we all have issues because of the internet. And uh, then we we'll just said another student said it's hard. Uh, next one was like, I want them to know that some students need help and they should reach out. And the thing is, you know, you reach out to the students, but sometimes you know the ones that need help they don't want help. They don't or they don't want it from you. So what can you do? You know, I'm always asking who needs help. Blah blah blah. Let me know in the chat. Whatever. But a lot of times you know but you know a lot of my students like the law students well tenth grade eleventh a ten a they talk a lot, and ten d does as well they talk a lot, you know nine a does to a certain extent nine d doesn't really talk uh eleven d doesn't really talk except for maybe uh three or four of my students uh next uh, let's see here, explain things better and slower or pay attention more to the chat because there are people that have questions and they'll put it in the chat i will, I would want our teachers to be patient with us because that then there is. That, way, because there is so much lag that we can't really do our homework sometimes. Next, what I want my teachers to know is that sometimes I have a hard time understanding it for the reason that I hardly understand English. That part I can understand. I can definitely relate to that. Actually, I know know students in my classes who struggle with English. Thankfully, they're both doing very well. Uh, let's see. Next, that can be exhausting and stressing. They may see this easy way, but it isn't. It's stressful when you have to worry about assignments per day and have things at home. Next, it sucks and I can't get anything done because I'm not, I cannot focus. Next, I don't know anything that I want my teachers to know about virtual learning. Uh, when we are on screen all day, then we are expected to stay doing work on a screen. It's a lot to take. That's a good point. Like, I definitely make sure I keep that in mind, keep abreast of that in reference to don't give a lot of work when on screen because after a while it just becomes misery. So next one, I don't, let me, see, let me see. It's kind of difficult learning like this, but it's all right. Next one, I don't know how we feel about it. <laughs> so. Uh, they need to know that since we are at home all the time, we have to do more things at home during the time we're supposed to be doing homework uh, next online learning could be really annoying when I'm in class I get really distracted because of of how annoyed I am that I have to do school online than going to school in person. Next one, I want my teachers to know i'm from, from I want my teachers to know from a student perspective about online learning that we need to make sure in some way that us students understand that they are teaching us whether it's going over it a couple of times or giving small like daily quizzes. And it's and that it's hard to understand what they teach at times and how they teach it. Hmm. Okay, I gotta make sure this students understand the lessons. Okay, understandable. Next one. It can be very difficult. I was trying to figure out what the person was saying. So if I figure it out, I can I can be very difficult from my point of view. I personally understand I personally understand it can be difficult for a teacher, from a teacher's point of view as well. Some teachers have to understand that sometimes we have inner issues that some work should have some time to be completed after class. We have other assignments from other classes to worry about as well. It's frustrating when teachers expect the work to be done an hour or two after class is over. Oh God, I'll just say get done by like six or midnight tonight or whatever. The amount of work you give us will not help us in college teaching the subject correctly. Uh, well and making sure it is easy for us to understand all interesting well sometimes we are busy with other things like in the house and we need to help out the family but other than that i feel like some teachers are being supportive next i want them to know that they shouldn't give so much work because we still have work to do from other classes when they give us a lot of work a lot of students end up having to stay up late and to stay up late to finish and not getting enough sleep What I want my teacher to know from a student perspective about online learning is that it's not the same thing as being in class and listening to the teacher face-to-face and just sitting in a chair for almost two hours versus 45 minutes in a computer and talking to the teacher and doing work, which is the same, but it's calmer and it's faster because you're doing your work in a computer instead of on a piece of paper. Uh, This isn't easy into a camera screen and being able to focus because of the headaches we start to get eventually. It can be very tiring and stressful sometimes. That's the next answer. Uh, next, it isn't clear, it isn't easy for every student to log in and ready and be ready to learn or even listen. We have private lives and we ourselves are going through something. Great answer. As all, they're all great answers. Next, I try my best to stay on task, but I have person, I have a personal and private life as well it's tiring next it's tiring sitting all day and not having time to eat and use the bathroom that's why during my test i tell my students hey look if you want to go to the restroom feel free all right uh next that is super stressful hmm next answer here most of the time we are late because of any issues and it isn't our fault teachers projecting their stress anger onto the students on purpose irritates us and causes us to speak up maybe not to speak up i'm too sure this causes bad energy in the class when we get an answer wrong don't let us don't just let us know it's wrong. Explain why it's wrong then how we're supposed to do it. That's part of the learning process and no explanation or feedback is given, we will most likely repeat the mistakes. Great answer. Uh, in depth. That's what I mean by that. Uh that is hard to take in new information since it's all online so it will take a while especially since you got a lot of things happening at your house and you also focus on what you will do after it's also hard to learn about other topics since it can be confusing some subjects are somewhat difficult already and online learning makes it harder good point good point uh, that we don't get that we don't only get assignments from one teacher we should be allowed some time to ourselves Next, that people are going through some tough tough times at home. With that being said, they should they should take it easy on them. Uh, Next, I want them to know simple questions such as, "How are you feeling?" and "How are you today?" means much more than you think. It means much more to the teachers too. But you know, I understand the flow. That they should not be hard on us because learning through a screen is really difficult and it's a lot to handle. Next, online learning has been difficult, but sometimes I do get stuck in certain lessons. In my point of view, I expect a little bit of patience because I know that sometimes I'm not the only one who is confused. Next one, how is it hard? How hard? Is, how it is hard to learn online, and there are a lot of assignments we have to turn in at the same time. See, uh, I don't have anything that I would want keep my teach want teachers to know from my perspective. I'm doing fine, and everything has been good. Next one, um, second to last. That sometimes your class is amazing, but other classes, it's not the case. And that for those other classes, if you, can, if you can't get grade 95 on assignments, don't put 95 on assignments. Wait a minute, hold on, this is a little confusing to me. That sometimes your class is amazing. Thank you. But other classes, it's not the case. And that for those other classes, if you can't get 95% on the assignments, Oh, oh oh I got it No, I got it, I got it. Okay, here we go. Uh, for the other classes, if you can't grade 95 assignments, don't put 95 assignments and, use good, and using good programs that work for both the student and teacher. that sometimes we, and next, sometimes we have inner issues and we can't turn the assignment in. That's a great point reference to 95 assignments. What they're saying, essentially, for those who are not understanding the flow, is that they're saying, if you can't grade 95 assignments, don't give 95 assignments. If you can grade 10, give 10. If you can grade 15, grade 15. But if you can't grade 95 assignments, why are you assigning 95 assignments? But here we go. We only, we only, we only have 10 minutes left, and we'll try to go through as fast as possible. Okay, it's, it's just a, uh, the uh, pie chart. Okay, so next, how do you think uh, – this next question was, how do you think online teaching has been for your teachers with children who are also distance learning? And I put that there because I want to see the, what they think the teacher's point of flow, uh, view is. So we have extremely difficult, difficult, hard, easy, and very easy. So the one with the most answers here was difficult, 36 votes. And even 50% thought it was difficult for the teachers. It was a tie between extremely difficult at 22.2%, 16 votes, and hard at 16, I'm sorry, at 22.2% as well. And then after that, that's followed by easy. Uh, that's 5.6%, and no one checked off very easy. Thank God. But yeah, so at least the students seem to be aware of that. Uh, online teaching for for teachers, especially those that have children, is really difficult. Is really difficult. So I'm glad to see that these have that they have they're very conscious of that. Next question, uh, we have number eight, and we only have ten questions. How do you feel overall about distance learning? We have poor, below average, average, good, and excellent. All right, so the number one answer here with 34.7% is average, that's 25, uh, that got 25 votes. So 34.7% feel that uh, distance learning is average, that is followed by 26.4%, meaning uh, below average. Again, how do you feel about distance learning? All right, so 26.4% are below average, reference to how they feel. Glad I didn't put like, you know, hate or anything like that. Uh, Next. Poor, 20.8, um, 28.8 have a poor view of distance learning, uh, feeling about distance learning, and good, 11 at 15.3% have a good feeling about educate about uh, distance learning, and two at doesn't hit the percentage, but two voted excellent. They have an excellent feel of distance learning. So again, the average of the average, you know, average, you know, the average amount of students, 34.7, have an average. They feel average about distance learning, and that's followed by below average at in 26.4, average 25, whatever it may be. So it's a good spread here. Good spread here. Let's get on to our next two here. Uh, do you have access to a device for learning online? Yes, yes, but it does. Now the selections are yes. That's number one. Next is yes, but it doesn't work well. And number three, no, I share with others. So when it came to this question, 68%, 88.9% access to the Internet. That's 64 students out of 72. That's 88.9%, all right? 8% they say they do, but it doesn't work well. You know, if you have hotspots that only have, like, three gigabytes of, of – a bandwidth, whatever, you can go through that very quickly, or it can, it can uh, be, uh, it can be uh, swamped very easily in reference to a uh, slowing down. So, and let's see, no one picked. no I share with others. So, 88.9%, 64 of the vote, have, have, have say they have access to the internet. It's great to hear. Uh, but, but the remaining eight say, yes, they do, but it doesn't work very well. All right. Next question, what device do you use for distance learning? And again what device do you use for distance learning the selections were laptop desktop tablet and smartphone all right the number one vote y'all, what do y'all think it was it was 63 percent of the vote coming in at 60 percent 60 percent come through a laptop for distance learning all right 60 right. or 63 of the voters respondents voted that they have they use their laptop to get online uh they're uh Nineteen percent use their smartphone, that's twenty votes out of seventy two people. So ninety percent use their smartphone, uh desktop, uh eleven point four percent use their desktop, and tablet, ten uh nine point five percent. Nine point five percent use their tablet for online learning. It's deep. This is really deep. Hmm, interesting. All right. I thought that was the last one. I'm going to have to 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 do a part two or an addendum to this show. I'll I'll probably do that. Uh, Let's see here. How stressful has distance learning been for you during the COVID pandemic? Uh, So we have extremely stressful, stressful, somewhat stressful, not stressful at all. Uh, The number one answer with 40.3% answered somewhat stressful. The next is followed by 26.4% stressful. The next is followed by extremely stressful at 25% and not stressful at all at 8.3%. 8, 8. So 40.3% uh, say it's somewhat stressful, but that's quickly followed by 26.4% um, that said it's stressful and extremely stressful at 25%. Next, do you enjoy learning remotely? Choices are yes, absolutely, yes, but I would like – I would like to change a few things. No, there's quite a few challenges. No, not at all. All right, number one answer with that With that, at 30.5%. This is actually a tie. 30.5% we have, yes, I enjoy learning remotely, but I would like to change a few things. Versus 37.5%, no, there are quite a few challenges. Deep. Uh, let's see, yes, absolutely. That comes in 11.1%. And no, not at all. I wouldn't change anything. That comes at 13.9% or term the overall votes responded. But it's interesting that there's a split, it's an even vote between, select, uh, respond between yes, but I would like to change a few things. No, there are quite a few things, few challenges. D. Uh How helpful are your teachers while studying online? How helpful are your teachers while studying online? Um, let's see here. How helpful are your teachers while studying online? So the select, the choices are extremely helpful, very helpful, moderately helpful. Slightly helpful, not at all helpful. Uh, coming in at number one at forty-four point four percent, moderately helpful. That's thirty-two percent of the votes. Thirty-four point seven percent, or twenty-five of the voters, seventy-two say very helpful. Oops, sorry about that. Say very helpful. Next, slightly. Uh, what comes after this will be slightly helpful at thirteen point nine percent. Extremely helpful at five point six percent. And not at all helpful, which doesn't have a percentage, but it had one vote. So a majority feel they're very helpful, followed by uh, uh, a majority feel they're somewhat helpful, and the, the percentage after that is people who feel that they are very helpful. Deep. So we have six minutes left, and I'm going to try to go through these. If not, I'm just going to post these answers in in the, uh, the no, I can't post because it won't be enough room. So the last question here was. Or is this is a lot This is a lot. I don't know if I could do this. I'll probably have to do a. Sh- I want do a short one on this one here, because these answers are long. I mean, they're very long. I want to read them all, and I don't think I'll get them through in six minutes. Um, I'll read a few of the answers here. No, I want to. I want to do them justice. So I'm going to do, do a special show on this on down the road, and then we will just continue to it another time. But the last one I asked here, and this is the one, how has the quarantine or quarantine and distance learning affected your affect you personally? I have a motorcycle in the background there, so uh I'll mute the mic. So, again, how has the quarantine or quarantine, I'm saying quarantine because I talked to my friend Simone last night, and we were talking about the pronunciations of the word. So, uh, how has the quarantine and, dis- and distance learning affected you personally? For example, your emotions. This was pretty raw. It was pretty raw emotions, this one, right? Because, again, I want to know how it's affected them personally. And some of the answers here are very moving. So we only have, again, five minutes left, and I'm not going to really read all of them. But I'm going to give you an example of one, and I'll probably use it again another time. The next show, I'll probably do another show tomorrow. But one answer here is that uh, in reference to that question, uh, personally, it made my life kind of more easier. I know that was rude for me to say, but as a girl, I would always come back from school and start doing my chores and then start my homework. There would be times I would help out my siblings. And if I had time, I would, I would, eat, my, I would eat my lunch. But now I get to do more chores during my breaks and lunch. My emotions are all right. I'm not having any problems with anyone. I'm not stressed out like I used to be, and mentally, I'm okay. That's that that deep. That's deep. Now, another one, uh, I'll try to get a couple in here. Uh, I've been feeling kind of empty a lot more than usual with the days being the same and time is going so fast. It's so draining. Another one said I feel less motivated. Uh, another said I think I become more lazy than usual. Uh, this uh, the next Another uh, respondent uh, wrote, I'm, I am overwhelmed with balance in school and several other things while I'm at home. Yesterday, I spent five plus hours trying to write an essay for my English class, making sure it was perfect, but I also had to take care of my niece and nephew. I feel as if my mental health has dropped and has prevented me from doing things I used to enjoy. I don't like being inside all day and I miss social interaction. I have headaches caused from looking at a screen all day. This upcoming week will be very stressful as I'm trying to maintain straight A's. Hmm. So those are two of us. Let me give you two more here. I I, I just really wanted to share this with you. One has said it's been been stressful. Another says I feel better. In school, I only went because of my friends, but now I feel good because school has been easier for me. I feel bored most of the time, but I get my work done, it's easier. Another one said the truth has not affected me. Okay, I'm not sure what that means. Uh, The next one here is, I've noticed that I've been more angry and agitated more often because of how stressed I've been with online learning. So I'm going to read a few more next time in class. Okay. So one of you were asking me to chat to read one more, but I don't really have enough time to read this here. It's kind of long, but I will share this for you next. I'll share with you tomorrow. when I do a part two to this, to this episode. So people along those lines, I want to say thanks for tuning in today for your patience. Um, I'm for you students out there listening to this, I hope this is relative to you know some of these things touched on what you're going through, what you're dealing with. And all I can say to all y'all out there is just hang tight, hang in there. You know, I know, I know, I, I know it's a challenge out there, but things will improve at some point. But again, I hope you know, share this episode with your you know your classmates, student mates. Share with your teachers. Maybe they want, they should know. Here are some of these answers to hear, so you can express how you feel that you you know, students you know, that may you may be the same boat with what you yourself are expressing. So share with them and maybe that leads to a conversation. If you want me to do more of these, I definitely will. I'll definitely do a follow up down the road. And, you know, when that happens, we'll just hope things have improved between now and then, because I know it's a challenge out there. People, Say K C the live and direct from the west side, stay safe out there, all right? Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, happy Han happy Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, uh happy Kwanzaa. Happy New Year. Love all y'all. Stay safe. Ladies and gentlemen, stay safe. Be well. Take care of your mental health. Take care of your physical health. And be kind to people and make a difference in this world. I'm gone. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.